The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Hello, Super Johnny. Hello, Super Trevor. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! Mamma mia. You guys, you're number one. Woohoo! See you in my games. Aha! Hey Johnny, I got some really exciting news. You really? Yeah, like I'm I'm actually pretty giddy about it. You seem like it. I mean your your face is all lit up or lightened yep. up or whatever the word. My face is lit. Yeah, your face is lit. Like uh somebody who has some great news. It's it's really big retro bliss related news, actually. Retro It's it's what? one of the most retro bliss things I've heard in a long time. Well, I'm intrigued now. So Wendy's, one of our favorite fast food restaurants okay yeah we love wendy's they are rolling out a nationwide breakfast menu breakfast at at wendy's wendy's yes this is a dream i had you know that right yeah i mean when we did our patreon episode about top fast food restaurants wendy's was up there for sure and now i can go there and get breakfast yep you don't really have to leave. You can go for breakfast, stay for lunch, and then eat dinner in a few hours. This sounds remarkable. I can just move in. Exactly. And the menu, they've only announced three breakfast items. Okay. And it's a very retro blist menu. Okay. Oh, okay. So you're so you're telling me it's uh, it's old school. It will not live up to hype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's actually pretty legit. Okay. So... Johnny, for the first time, I'm going to tell you the three breakfast items. All right. The only three they've mentioned. Okay. Well, the first one is the least retro blist of the three. It's just a frosty chino. It's basically uh, cold brew coffee mixed with vanilla or chocolate frosty. I'd, I'd rather just have the no. frosty. But that's, you know, whatever. Yeah. But the other two items, the first one, they call it the honey butter chicken biscuit. <laughs> it is fried chicken uh-huh. with butter on a biscuit. Okay. You, so had, you, you had me a butter. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, this is like retro bliss to prove. Yeah. <laughs> you take fried chicken, smather it with butter, and put yeah. it on a biscuit. So what they did was, how can they were thinking, we have fried chicken, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, how can we make fried chicken even better? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's add butter. Smother it with butter. And then the only other item they mentioned uh-huh. is very retro bliss. I don't know how you're going to top this chicken sandwich, though. It's called the Breakfast Baconator. Oh, okay. I'm listening. It is <clears throat> a bun. Okay. Not even a biscuit for breakfast. <laughs> it's barely a breakfast sandwich. That's how retro bliss it is. Okay. It's a bun. Uh-huh. American cheese. Oh, good. Swiss cheese. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to get multicultural here. Egg. Okay. A sausage patty. And six strips of bacon. <laughs> so you're getting sausage and bacon six same, strips of bacon which sandwich. is like three servings of bacon yes <laughs> and sausage and egg and two different kinds of cheese and a holidaynaise sauce which I think is basically like fatty mayonnaise <laughs> they're not putting butter on this one too it's probably in there with the egg just throwing the butter yes well Trevor I got news for you okay this is very also retro bliss news and it applies to retro bliss it's very strange. I didn't know he was going to bring this up to yeah. me, but I got good news. Yeah. We have a new sponsor. Oh, man. Who is it? It's, I can't believe it, but it's Wendy's. 
Wendy's? Yeah. Oh, how convenient. That's very convenient. So stay tuned for more Wendy's commercials from your favorite uh, podcasting duo, Retro Blist. Well, that opening skit was somewhere between just us talking, because uh-huh. I wanted to tell Johnny about this. I refused. It was true. <laughs> when you ever showed up, he was like, did you know about this Wendy's breakfast? And I <laughs> made him stop and not tell him until we were recording. Yeah, so exciting news for the world of overweight podcasters. <laughs> Which, let's be fair. It's us. It's most. Well, no, I think it's more than just us. Oh, most, yes. I'm pretty yeah. sure we're a stereotype. <laughs> yeah, we're fretting the mold. Yeah. Uh, but today, before we recorded, we had Taco Bell, so that was healthy, right? Yeah. But hey, welcome to Retro Bliss. We should probably mention that we're a podcast that covers retro video games. And basically, we pick a game from any system that was released up through the Dreamcast, up through 1999, all the way back to the Atari. And uh, we play it, then we tell you if it still holds up or not. That's pretty much it. Is that us? That sounds like we us. We also do a stupid opening skit. Yeah. And a quiz show at the end. Uh-huh. What, 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 what's happening here? Are I'm just... explaining what we are. <laughs> I'm me. assuming we have new fans, which I realize doesn't happen. Dad, what? But... That's dumb. You're dumb. Hey, speaking of fans, um, yeah. I think this is a good time to go ahead and mention something that hasn't happened in months, people. <laughs> Stinking months. But I'm glad it happened now. That's what I said. Be happy. We got one. We got a new iTunes review. That's right. How many stars do you think we got? They can say some horrible things. I don't care as long as there's five stars up there. Five stars. Thank goodness. From J.S. Johns. He says, awesome show. Oh, good start. <clears throat> and like most of our reviews, it starts out with high praise and then kind of brings us down to reality. Yeah. But it just says, probably the best podcast about retro games, gout, and southern living. So... I. Concur. If you combine those things together, we probably are. Do we ever actually talk about Southern Living? Maybe just ju- they just judge from Southern our voices. Eating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's something I don't think we really talk about where we're from that often. But we've had several people mention that we're like the rednecks of podcasting. Yeah. So clearly, it's just the way we talk. You know, what's strange is before I started podcasting, I didn't think because you compare your voice to other people that right. you're around. I don't feel I sound super duper Southern. But then when I hear myself, uh, like, let's say on when I'm talking to somebody who's from yeah. New York or somewhere, I definitely sound Southern when I go back and listen to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't sound Southern until I hear my voice played back. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, wow. Because I don't sound very Southern <clears throat> in my head right now. No. And speaking of sounding Southern, Trevor, Wendy's, guess what happened at Wendy's? They got an awesome new podcast sponsor. Besides that, oh. they did get that. They did get that. You know what yeah. else they got? They brought them back, Trevor. Finally, they brought them back. The spicy chicken nugget. Oh, I thought you were going to say Backstreet Boys. No. That's even better, though. That's even better than the yeah. Backstreet Boys. 100% behind you. Spicy nugs are back, Trevor. Wow. Why did they ever leave? <laughs> That's a great question. But. I don't know. Uh, and actually, you can get the Wendy's app right about now, and you can get free... A six-piece spicy nuggets. Oh, man. For, you don't even have to pay any money for this, Trevor. That's as hot as wasting podcast time on fake commercials. 
<laughs> who would do that? Well, That's a stupid idea. Only morons. Oh, man. So go to Wendy's right now and make sure you get their app and get your free six-piece spicy nuggets. And tell them Retro Bliss sent you. So, Johnny, speaking of processed chicken meat. Yeah. We played Vector Man for the yep. Sega Genesis. <laughs> Great segue. Vector Man is an incredibly late release for the Sega Genesis. 1995. Incredibly late. Published by Sega. Very much, I would say, it's fair to say. So late that if your wife was this late, she's pregnant. <laughs> wow. Is that how that works? I don't have any kids. Yes, if your wife goes to Walmart to buy groceries and she comes back late, she's pregnant. That's how it works. Um... <laughs> totally derailed my train of thought. Congratulations. Thank you. Very good job. That's what I do. 95. So this was a year after Donkey Kong Country, which was sort of Nintendo's last effort to yeah. breathe new life into the Super Nintendo. The swan song, so to say. Yes. And this came a year later on the Genesis. So I think it's fair to say. And, and it has a sequel that came a year after that. Yes. Vector <laughs> Man 2, which we're going to briefly touch on in this episode, came out in 1996. You were playing your Sony Playstations, or even better, your Sega Saturns. I mean, you were probably going to be saying goodbye to your Sega Saturns pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, within that same span, you'll say yes. hello and goodbye. <laughs> yes. You're just a happy Trevor right now thinking Sega can do no wrong. And then, a year later... <laughs> hey, it's the Dreamcast. <laughs> just, like our, just like our podcast reviews, starts out very positive, but then reality sets in. Yep. But yeah, I mean, off the bat, this is a significant game because of how late it came out and because it really was Sega's response to DKC because it was just a powerhouse using new technology and just pushing things out of Genesis it shouldn't be able to do. Yeah. I think it's safe to say it probably wasn't as successful as DKC at breathing (laughs) new life into the Genesis. Well, also to be fair. It's just so late though. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the issues. But also, if you're trying to push something out of something that it doesn't want to push out, I mean, I'm the same way. I already know where this is going. If I want to push, if I'm pushing something out, and I don't want to push it out. I'm not very happy about it. No. That's all there is to it. You can give yourself hemorrhoids that way. Yeah, you can, and it's true. How about how about we do this? Should I move on right now? Am I going to? You probably it should because if you're done, I'm going to so talk about how we should let's do the hemorrhoids. Talk podcast. about our history. Actually, I've never had hemorrhoids. Our history. Which surprises me. Oh my me. goodness. <laughs> Have you ever had them? No. We probably will now after this. Yeah, we've totally done it. Yeah. So. Which do you think is, would you Would you rather, <laughs> would you rather have gout, which we have experienced, so we know what that's like, or hemorrhoids, which we've never uh, experienced. I don't know which is I'm worse. I'm just going with gout because I don't want to experience some new terror. Okay. At least I know what gout is. <laughs> but it's pretty awful too, so I don't know. Yeah. All right. Just give both at the same time, see how it works out. Okay, that's my plan. So speaking of gout and hemorrhoids. Uh-huh. Um, Gautoroids. What's your history with Vector Man? What's your memories of it? I remember when it came out, and I really wanted to play it, but I never got to play it with, like, I definitely got to the game late. As in, it had to be, by the time I played the first one, the second one was definitely already out. I remember renting it from a blockbuster of all places. And when I was a kid, I didn't get super far. But I remember thinking, wow, this game looks so good. I want to see more of it. Yeah. But it was also had the thing where. Excuse me. Sorry about that. <laughs> <The thing> where... <laughs> Retro blist. 
That's because I went to Wendy's. We that? should edit out, edit out 90% of what we've already done. But we refuse. But we're editing nothing. That's right. We refuse. Yes. We actually we actually beg and plead our producer to leave this stuff in. Uh, where, what was I saying? I don't remember. Uh, memories of Victor Man. You saw yeah. maybe KB Toys or something? Oh, I know where I was going. Okay, but the fact of the matter is it's just a one-player game. Yeah. So I never, uh, like, it, for whatever reason, I felt like it should have been a two-player game. I don't know why. And that kind of uh, destroyed me wanting to keep playing it as a kid. Because I think all the games I wanted to play, I wanted to play with you and Derek. So, Well, you got to think, in 95... Nah, I don't want to. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But We probably were playing some of the big multiplayer games by this point. Yeah. Because... You, like you said, well, I, like you, didn't own this game until I think it was in a bargain basement bin. Bargain bin basement, however you say that. And I remember buying it, but it was probably 98 or 99 by that point. Yeah. But when I remember first seeing Vector Man, it's a super strong memory. I remember being at Toys R Us when they had those awesome kiosks and seeing Vector Man. And the level that I first saw was actually the second little, it's like a mini level, where you're on the train tracks. Yeah. And it's like, wow, what is this? What system is this? I thought it was like they were showing off the next system from Sega or something. But it was a Genesis. And I do remember being blown away by the way this game looked. Now, I didn't buy it until later, because again, by this point, you know, DKC is out. You know, we're probably looking at PlayStation games by this point. But I remember being blown away and just thinking, this is this is pretty special. Um, but it was a few years later when I actually picked it up for whatever reason. And I can't say it's a game I played a ton. So I was actually excited to go back to it today. So just to give it a timeline, it's so late in the Genesis life that this and a sequel come out that the Sony PlayStation, oh good God, (laughs) the Sony PlayStation is already out, correct? Yes. By the time the sequel came out, you could be playing Mario 64. That, yeah. So it had a lot of things to to go up against. Uh, pretty brave. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, why not, I guess? I mean, they pumped some serious, incredible technology and money into this swan song for the Genesis. Yeah. I mean, they've already got the system. It's millions of people have the system in their homes. So, I, I don't know what the sales numbers were for these games, but I think it was pretty successful. Well, you would think, think so. If, they, if I had a sequel, I yes, assume that, that at least... Yeah, I would assume it sold at least okay. Yeah. Yeah. But... Let's just do our normal format, music, graphics, and gameplay. Oh, you're just giving everything away. Oh, we'll, we'll surprise these people. So what you're trying to tell me is what we're we doing first? Music. Let's get into it. So I could sum up the music in Vector Man. With two words, and I'll let you say the second one because you pointed it out. Okay. Well, mine's actually two words. Three words. The first two are dance music, and then what did you use to describe it? Uh, gritty. Oh, that's gritty. What he said. Thank you. <laughs> that was a horrible. Flow. Let's delete this episode. Nope. Yeah, like it's it's got a very it's a very dance music vibe, but then it's also kind of gritty and slow at parts too. Yeah, this is going to be a weird comparison music wise. But it reminded me, it had the feel of like you were playing, like you were in, you remember the Matrix movies? Yeah. I don't know why, but I got the Matrix feeling. Well, that makes sense. When did the first Matrix come out? I don't even know. I kind of feel like it was after, after Vector Man, wasn't it? It had to be. Yeah. So we're, we're saying it here, and we stand by this. Uh, mm-hmm. Vector Man highly influenced the Matrix. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, it had to have. Keanu Reeves wouldn't even exist without Vector Man. Well, I mean, he existed before. It's called Bill oh. and Ted. Oh, okay. But yeah, they had a most excellent adventure. Um, There's even a game about it. What else is there to say about the music? It's very dancey and groovy. I guess. But it's not like happy dancey or no, peppy. No, no. It's uh, like it, a Euro rave party, maybe. Yeah, at a dark rave party. I mean, I've never been to a Euro rave. I'm just making up stuff. <laughs> Have you ever done hard drugs, Johnny? No, but we can imagine. Yeah, we can imagine. This is how I would imagine if you're doing hard drugs at a Euro rave party. Yeah. Then that's what this music is. Yeah. And I guess I need to do those things because the music's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, I really like the music. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the worst thing I'll say about the music is I kind of wish we'd remember to turn the sound effects down so we could hear it better. Yeah. Because you're shooting constantly, and I don't mind the shooting sound effect at all. In fact, I think it's important. But it kind of drowns out the music sometimes. Yeah, especially when you get to the sequel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, the music is really, really good. I think the sound's fairly good, too. You can definitely tell this is a later system game because uh, they're at the point where they everybody kind of knew what they were doing. Yeah. And uh, they put out all the stops, I think. This is probably a little bit late to mention this, but Vector Man is a run-and-gun shooter, a la Plat- well, platform, Mega Man. Yeah. It's like Mega Man. Yeah. Grown up. That's a good. That's, that's actually what it looks like, isn't it? Yeah, that's a great. I bet you that's how it was pitched. <laughs> it's a more serious Mega Man. Yeah, I guarantee yeah. it's how it was pitched. Yep. Um. Yeah, like honestly, I I want to hear more of the music. I feel like I lost a lot of it to the sound effects, but I liked it a lot. I mean, it's it's almost pushing the Genesis as far as sounding modern. It's as edgy as the graphics, really. Yeah. The music. Yeah, I agree. Very groovy. Very cool. I definitely concur. Uh, yeah, the music's fantastic. Can't go wrong. And the sound is is, is definitely up to par. So, uh, this is, out of the games we've played lately, this has more, um, like, music I would go back and listen to. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and the sound effects, too, are very satisfying because you're shooting constantly and th- things are blowing up constantly. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that with gameplay, obviously, but the, the, the constant feedback, heck, every time you jump and hit your head, he makes a sound effect. There's yes. just constant oral feedback. And yes. I think, uh, and, that and, works. Yeah. There's constant feedback of all, of all types. Really. Yes. There's, there's never a dull moment in this game, uh, from all aspects. Kind of like, uh, Wendy's breakfast. Definitely like Wendy's breakfast. Um, that's all I got to say about the music. Yeah. I give it my thumbs up. I give two thumbs up. So my thumbs are better than yours. Two. So four gout riddled thumbs up. Uh, yeah, okay. definitely. Um, But really, what Vector Man was known for was the graphics. So graphics. Let's get into it. I regret that. <laughs> so as soon as you boot up Vector Man, I got one word. And this time it actually is one word. Okay. Flags. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of flags. The flags it's blowing like in the a, wind. It's like you got a used car lot. Yes. There's so many flags. There's flags everywhere and they're so proud for good reason of yeah. their blowing in the wind effect. Yeah. Like the flags just look realistic. It's literally like if you're driving down the road. We the One of the big cities we live near... Is probably well known for all the used car lots it has. There's so many down this one stretch of highway. 
<laughs> I guarantee <laughs> this game has more flags than that highway does. And that's saying something, because that's a lot of little flags. But nobody wants to hear about the Apocalypseville we live in. <laughs> yes. But yeah, that's, it's like a used car lot. The whole first level is like a used car lot. Um, the flags, it's just, it's just so impressive. And I remember that so well at that Toys R Us in 95, probably, when I saw the demo. I'm thinking, wow. I mean, I think I knew about the Sega Saturn at this point. I'm sure I didn't have one yet because I couldn't afford it at launch. But I think I probably thought this is a Sega Saturn game or at least Sega CD or 32X or something. It kind of looks like it could be because let's... I mean, I want to get into character design, but before we get into that, uh, the lighting effects on this oh, game yeah. are fantastic. They're, uh, they're honestly, like we paused it at one point because there were so many different effects going on at the same time that you could point out. Yeah. There was even like a J.J. Abrams type lens flare going yeah. on. I was blown away by how great this game still looks today. So this game... And we're playing, and keep in mind, we're not playing it in HD. We're playing on a TV oh, yeah. that requires HD, and it still looked amazing. Yeah, I'll say uh, I played this at home on my tube TV before I came over here. And I would say it looks better on the old school TV, but it holds yeah. up well, honestly, on the HD TV. I would love, has this game been HD remade? Because I would love it if it had. It has been on some collections. I don't That's remember about, yeah. what the most recent one is, though. I was wondering about that. Uh, you know what? No. I almost want to look this up now, but we should stop looking stuff up on the air. <laughs> is this game making it onto the Genesis? The mini Genesis, Genesis Mini? I don't know. If you got more to say, I can yeah, look, look that up. See if it's on the Genesis Mini. I bet it is. In fact, I'm positive it is because I remember seeing it now. This is going to look great on the Genesis Mini in HD with a real good emulation. Uh, so I'm actually excited about that. But yeah, so the the first level is kind of like that. And for once... It is on there. Awesome. Yeah. Does it say the second one is? Probably not. Uh, I only see the first one. That's fine, though. But, and this is once where I'm talking about Donkey Kong Country and it's totally legit. Because this game is... On a different system, but it's like a spiritual brother to DKC. And yeah, what I was trying to accomplish. It doesn't yeah. play the same at all. Right. Totally different games, but I understand what you're saying. But like DKC, they start out with a level that shows all these awesome effects. You know, DKC has the rain and all that, the storm yeah. going on. This game, the first level really shows it all with all the effects. Some of the other levels aren't as immediately jaw-dropping for a Genesis game, but they all look really, honestly, like they belong on a a 2D Sega Saturn, or at least 32X game. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, it, I will, just so we can be fair, uh, We I love how this game looks, so this isn't knocking it. Uh, at points, uh, some of the levels get a little, like they look kind of the same-ish. That is very true, yeah. Uh, that is one of the knocks against it, I will say. But those levels still look pretty great. So, but if you want variety, yeah. I don't know if this is the game for you. You know, the funny thing is, I feel like this game almost got stronger in the second half. Because in the first half, the levels really started to get a little bit... Repetitive. Repetitive. Yeah. But I feel like it actually picked up in the second it half. It did. It which does. Which raised my opinion, spoiler yeah. alert, because I was like, eh, I don't know. Well, let me ask you this. This is the one thing I was very curious about. Vector Man has a certain look to him. Yeah. What do you What do you think about his overall character design? Ugh. First of all, it's very intentional. I think. Oh they, yeah. I think they even had a name for this technology. He's spherical. He's a bunch made up of a bunch of balls. Yeah, just like me. It makes for some animation that should not be possible in the Genesis. Yeah, which is cool. But it is probably the most dated look about the whole game because he looks. He looks like a tech demo. Like yes. Vector Man doesn't look like a thought out character so much. Right. Yeah. He looks like what 
anything was trying to show off their technology in the 90s. Yes. Um, it, it's, I overall like the character design. I like that he can morph into other things because yeah. of his character design. But also really reminded me of, the, the Vector Man is much, much better. Like, it's 100% better than this game. What's that one game where it's a fighting game, but everybody's made out of, made out of the balls? Uh, yeah, is it, exactly. Is it called Balls? I think it's called Balls, yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I thought yeah. too. But this Vectorman's way, way better. Oh than yeah, that. it's not even close. But that's what that's just based on character design of yeah. him and his enemies, kind of. Because all your enemies are also sort of made out of the same kind of yeah uh, geometric shapes. I guess is the best way to put it. The enemy designs, I guess, this is graphics. Yeah, some of them weren't my favorite. Right, like, I've, I've, I would have rather a shot humanoid looking things than another arm robot thing. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of little robot arms. Now, when you did get to shoot the more robot looking ones yeah. i like those enemies they look really yeah, cool yeah. and some of the boss designs were pretty inventive yeah they were um yeah the, the two negatives i have about the graphics are there's definitely repetition in the levels i mean there's a price to pay to fit this on a genesis cart yeah um and some of that is the levels do have repetition in them like there's a level where there's buckets riding up and down it's called bamboo mill or something like that yeah and it's it looks a lot the same. The whole level yeah, does. There's 16 levels. 16, some yeah. some are shorter than others. Uh, some are actually you can make real short. I think all the levels though have in common is there's a lot of secret areas and secrets yeah. to find. Because actually at the end of each level, it'll tell you what how many of some one of the collectibles you've gotten out of that many. Yeah, and it'll tell you all your stats. And it's going to be rare that if you're just playing through and you don't know where everything is, like we don't. Yeah, <laughs> that you're going to get everything. Yeah. And that's kind of cool too. I mean, there's the fact that that just adds to wanting to replay it. Yeah, and this is starting to sound like gameplay, which is fine by me, because really the only other thing I was going to say about graphics is some of the levels are a little bit dark, but that's really mostly in Vector Man Two. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to say this before we get into gameplay, because yeah. uh, graphically the game this really I kept, I told you this two or three times, and I, you kind of agreed with me. It really has the feel of the. X-Men Genesis games yeah. to me. Like, just graphically. Yeah. Which is a giant compliment, because I want to cover those games at some point, but those games look fantastic. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and yeah, we're not going to review Vector Man 2, but we played several levels of it just to compare. And graphically, I would say, well, it's pulling, like, it's the one that had the lens flare. Yeah. So it's got some more effects, and I would say it looks just as good as Vector Man, but... They really like to have these dark levels, and maybe that's where it doesn't hold up so well on a modern. Yeah, like TV. the first four or so levels are just dark. Yeah, yeah. I never enjoyed that too much in platformers. I want to see what I'm looking at. Yeah. So I'm. I prefer s- colorful, yeah. bright levels personally. I, I got it graphically; they're pretty much equal, but I almost like the way the first one looks better. I think I would agree. Uh, that's not knocking well, the second one at all. No. But yeah. So uh, I guess it's time for some gameplay, Trevor. Gameplay. Let's get into it. Probably my favorite thing about Vector Man is it's really simple. Yeah. You shoot and you jump. You only need to use two buttons. And there's a double jump, but you just jump the second time. Yeah. And what's really cool is you can shoot on your way down to the ground and it like slows Vector Man down. It slows his fall down. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Yeah. And you can shoot at an angle too as well. Yeah. And there's different uh, TVs in the first one. I forgot what to call them in the second one, but it's the same idea. 
where if you blow this thing up, it gives you upgrades to your weapon or just different kind of things that help you out as you play. Yeah. So uh, you want to shoot all the TVs. That's where yeah. all the power-ups are. Yeah. And, uh, like, one of the things is a spread shot. It's pretty much where, like, your, yeah. your bullet fires, like, at four different directions or whatever. Um, that was probably my favorite one, the most useful one. And then you got the rapid fire, which is pretty fun, too. Yeah. So there's all kinds of different ones like that. And also, some of the things will make you change shape to help you find new areas of the game. Yeah. That you couldn't have gotten to without changing into that shape. So that's kind of neat. You know what? I like that. You but know, do you want to... You know that I like that, yeah. I like that. <laughs> but it does what a lot of games do, and you don't get to be transformed but for a few seconds. Right, yeah. Like, I wish you could... Like, one was like a buggy. Yeah, I, wanna, I only wanna, got it one time, and it lasted like five seconds. Yeah, I want to be the buggy for a little bit, please. Because yeah. the buggy was cool. But yeah, the transformations are cool, but it is so simple. I mean... Now, what time <laughs> you turned into uh, like a... Like you got like you were a jet or something, like a rocket, yeah. Yeah, and you pretty much passed over like half a level. It was like the raccoon tail, the tanuki tail, <laughs> yes, <in> yeah. Mario. <laughs> so that was cool. Yeah, the the but the transformations themselves don't really complicate the game because it's still the same couple buttons, right? It's really just jumping and shooting, and I actually like that they don't complicate it more than that. Yeah, sort like, of like uh, one of those famous Capcom jumping and shooting games, Mega Man. Yeah, that one. But there's another one I'm thinking of, Contra. Oh, it's Konami, yeah. Oh, Konami. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, that's what you said. Trevor. We're, we're professionals. Yeah. Don't call me out on my stupidity. That's, yes. for, that's for our audience to do. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, the gameplay is so simple, though. There's not a lot to talk about. Um, what you were saying, though, this is definitely more... So- the level design is definitely more Sonic because it's, there's a lot of different areas. It's yes. not maze-like. No. But there's a lot of areas you can go to. Yeah, there's a lot of times you can go up and down like Sonic. Like you can go up yeah. in the level and down in the level. So it's very Sonic-ish. And there's a lot of times where you're just kind of taking a leap of faith. Yeah. And there may or may not be something that you'll land on that will hurt you. That's that's very Sonic. Yes. So I'm just going to ask you flat out because I feel like we're getting kind of dry. We need to spice it up. Okay. <laughs> just, we've put a lot of praise on this game. But like flat out, what's your opinion? What's your gut feeling about the level design? Like how do you feel about it? When I was first playing it, I really liked it, but then it got really repetitive for me. And despite the fact that I I would go back and play it again, I mean that's kind of spoiling things at the end there. But that would be my negative. It does get fairly repetitive yeah. at times. So uh, I feel like as inventive as they were, I was expecting more when it came to levels and level designs. The game is so advanced graphically that I think it does sit in. Oh, this is still a pretty bog standard. Yeah. Action platformer. At the end Which of the is day. funny because one of the levels is a bog. That's true, yeah. But it, it, it does. It kind of makes you think there's going to be more, but there's not. It's like it never goes above and beyond. There's bosses at the end of some levels, but through the levels, there's not any enemies yeah. that are really going to surprise you. It's still a graphical no showcase jumps. for the Genesis, yes. but yeah, you're right. But the gameplay is so standard that the repetitive levels do kind of. Yeah. They, they kind of surprise you a little bit because of how the game looks. I will say that overall, the controls are fairly tight. So that, oh, they, I think the controls are great. Yeah, the controls, I, I can't complain about the controls. You know, the, this game took a weird... I, I agree with you. But I started out like, oh yeah, Vector Man's great. I just playing that first level. And I love that airplane at the end of the first level, the boss. Yeah. It's like, yep, I love Vector Man. Vector Man's great. And then, honestly, the next few levels kind of brought it down a little bit for me. Because like, it's kind of getting repetitive. Let's move on. Yeah. But I really feel like the first Vector Man picked up again. And actually, most of the rest of the game kind of varied things up. Like, I feel like it picked itself up 
I really appreciate that because so many, I feel like specifically of these Genesis platformers that we've played, start out so fun, but then as you get through them, you're like, okay, yeah. kind of ready to get done with this level now. Right, yeah. And this one definitely had that, but then like the last half of the game was almost an improvement. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, so that knocked yeah. it back up some. Yeah, that's fair. But from what we played of Vector Man 2... I don't know. I'm not so sure about the level design of Vector Man 2. It's not bad. We didn't we we didn't see them all, so no. we can't say for sure. Because uh, here's here is a spoiler alert. We actually beat the first Vector Man today, like real men without cheats. No. You know. You did you notice at the end screen of the first Vector Man? Yeah. Why did it tell us good job next time? Try it without cheating. I don't know. I it's I don't know. I don't understand it. Oh, it's because we did the 99 lives. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we gave ourselves 99 lives. But if you notice, we didn't lose very many lives. No, we, we also bumped our health up to 10. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it starts at 5. Yeah. <laughs> it just took away all my gusto. Yes. <laughs> so we gave ourselves 99 lives and bumped our health up. Yeah. But I enjoyed playing it that way, honestly. You got really you got really loose and goosey the second you did yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I stopped trying as hard. That's the only problem with bumping the lives up to 99. Yeah. It definitely affected how you played. Oh, yeah. Here's what I realized, though. I enjoy playing Vector Man more loosey-goosey. Like, I don't really want to find all the secrets. I just want to play. Like, I kind of enjoyed playing it fast. Yeah. Are so, there, I don't know. I kind of like turning the lives Are there so speedruns of this game? I feel like there oh, could I'm be. Oh, I'm sure there are. There has to be, right? Because it definitely feels very speedrunnable. Yeah. Because with 16 levels, I still feel like you could fly through it if you know the shortest path. Yeah, I think so. I feel like you could. Um, The other thing about the gameplay is... Kind of odd. I don't know if it's good or bad. Sorry, I have bodily functions coming now, too. <laughs> We're the best. Around. There's some odd levels, really odd levels that are, they're not called bonus levels. They're just. But they should be. But they should be. Because they're short and they're just like short boss fights. The kinda. very second level is on the train tracks. Yeah. Where you got this thing trying to grab you. And it looks really cool. It looks super cool, but it lasts like 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, And then. <laughs> There's the one where you're like, you turn into a frog almost, and you're crawling on this uh, treadmill, and it's so odd. Like, you're falling off. The first time I played, and this is like the sixth level, so you've played quite a bit by this point, and I just lost all my lives because I didn't even know what it wanted me to do Yeah, on this treadmill. But all you're supposed <laughs> to do is kill these giant hens, but I thought you were supposed to run away from them, so I just kept falling off the treadmill. <laughs> Yeah, but so odd. And there's all, there is actual bonus levels too. Yes. Uh, each uh, is some of the levels you, you got to find. What's it? I know it's satellite dishes, but there's something. So that, they're satellite dishes, but they're satellite shield generators that you have to destroy. First. Yeah. So and they're in two different places. Yeah. So you got to find where the generator is first, blow it up, then find the the actual shield, and then blow it up, and then you get the to the bonus level. And we didn't think we'd ever see one, but yeah. we actually did get to see one. Yeah, we found one, and it, it was odd, too. Yeah. It was almost like a, a little tower defense game, sort of. Yeah, it kind of really reminded me of that, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but the Kirby Golf Light game. Oh, uh, Kirby's, uh, not Dream Course, what was it called? Something like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we reviewed we it on the show. <laughs> we gave it a positive review. Yeah, we liked what it was it called? I don't know. It's not Dream Course, is it? It might be. That sounds right Kirby's. to me. We'll say it's dream. People course. are screaming at their <laughs> like we're idiots. <laughs> yeah, people are screaming. Kirby's at mini us. golf fun time. Yeah, that's what I call it. Um, yeah. So the bonus levels were so odd, or not even the the little stages. And then also, I thought it was a little bit odd that some levels had a boss at the end and some didn't. Yeah, some just um, abruptly end when you get to a spot. 
it kind of threw me off. He had the, the flow a little bit. Yeah. But I got to say, and this was definitely, I don't know what the deal is, but this, this really feels like a Genesis thing. Like some of your top tier Genesis games, and not just Genesis games, but they start out with the first level that has it all. It just feels like a complete package. But then like it never quite matches that flow again. Right. Because that first level is just fun. It's got a super cool looking boss at the end and then it ends. But then after that, it's kind of a mix and match what you get. Yeah. Some bosses, some weird little short levels. But I think the quality stays, like I said, I think it actually dips pretty quickly after the first level, but then picks back up again for most of the rest of the game. Yeah. I think, yeah, I would agree. But Uh, is there anything else we need to say before we get into our final scores? Yeah, the you pick up these little orbs all over the place, and it's just for score. But you do get a life when you earn a certain number of points. Yeah. Um, the checkpoints, by the way, are also hidden in the TVs. <laughs> yes. I didn't realize that at first. So you can play through a whole level and technically not get a checkpoint if you don't blast the right TV. That's very true, and I did that a few times. Yep. Uh, as far as difficulty, <laughs> well, we played on lame difficulty, which is the easiest. Yeah. But I think I've tried it on normal. I feel like it's a pretty hard game without giving yourself 99 lives and all that, but not like the most unfair I've played by any means. Right. But it's a pretty tough Genesis game. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with our ramblings. Okay. <laughs> That's good. So yeah. Final scores, Trevor. Let's get into it. I want to make you go first, but I'll also accept you making me go first, so you decide. I'll do it. I'll go okay. first. I, overall, like this game. This one's... This one might be a little tough for me to give a score to. Because on one hand, I really liked it. It's very... It, it tries... Th- it's not afraid to try things. Yeah. Which I very much appreciate. Uh, the controls are very good. The shooting is done very well, and the platforming is actually done fairly well. But it does get kind of repetitive at times. Man. I'm struggling with this one when it comes to a score. Mm -hmm. It's definitely above a 5. Man, it's not even negotiable for me. Obviously, it's better than a 5. It's above average for sure. I feel like this is a very strong 7. I want to go with a 7... I could probably t- be talked up to a seven and a half, but I want to stick with a seven. I really like this game and I would go back and play it. But like I said, to me, it does get kind of repetitive at times. But if you ever wanted to see, if somebody is like, uh, if somebody's a, a, a Super Nintendo fanboy and they're like, the Super Nintendo was just so much better than the Genesis, yeah. all the games looked way better. <clears throat> I'm like, look, yes, the Super Nintendo is incredible. There's no denying. But look how great Vector Man looks. Yeah. I think this is a game that would definitely sell a system based on graphics and how it looks in a little. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving this a strong seven and easily could be talked up to a seven and a half. Well, you made my decision easier. Just it's funny how just hearing somebody talk does that. <laughs> because uh when we were about a third of the way through, I thought this is probably getting a seven. But then uh when it like I said it picked up in quality a little bit actually for the second half of the game, it actually I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. I think it bumped there for me, but it is definitely repetitive. 
Um, but it's so good overall. Yes. It's, it is not, the only <laughs> great thing about this game is the graphics and maybe the music. I'd say the music is very good. The graphics are great. But the gameplay is just rock solid. Like, yes. it's not great. It's just rock solid. Right. But because it looks so good and it's such a complete package, I'm giving it a seven and a half. So a high recommendation from me. And that's retro bliss approved. Retro bliss approved. And I was going to comment on what you said. It's not even possible. But if this game was a launch game for the Genesis, oh, that'd be incredible. Nintendo may not even exist now. <laughs> yes, because the Super Nintendo would have flopped. Yeah, because <laughs> these graphics, granted, unfortunately, were whatever. You know, it came after DKC. So, but if the Genesis could pull this off before the Super Nintendo pulled off DKC, yeah, it would be a different story. Because uh, it was just blown people away that much. I'm kind of surprised too they didn't try to make him for other like for the Dreamcast or something. I didn't include this in the Bliss Quiz, so I, yeah, I, I looked into that. Oh, there okay. were attempts for the Saturn, but it was killed off by Sega. Um, there was another company that tried to release another Vector Man game, but it just never took off. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, I think he's appeared in. I don't think he appeared in the Kart Race or the Sonic Kart Race, but he's appeared in something. But he's kind of forgotten, I think. Yeah, which is kind of a shame, because I think he yeah. could have taken off if he hadn't happened so late in the Genesis life. Yeah. And if he was put on some other stuff. But, uh, yeah, so this game's fairly cheap. The sequel, I think, is also fairly cheap. We're not giving yeah. give the sequel a, a score. We didn't play no. it enough to, to do that. My opinion is play them in order. Yeah. And if you love the first one, you're going to like the second one. Yeah, yeah, basically. I think I might like the first one slightly more, though, based on what I've played. I would but agree, yeah. Good uh, feeling. So this is definitely RetroBliss approved. Yeah. And also, like we just said, it's about to come out on that uh, Genesis Mini. And I, I feel like it's been on some other compilations as well, I would assume. It has, yeah. I can't remember what ones, but yeah. Sega Ages, probably. So there's plenty of ways to play this game. Give it a shot. See if you like it. Let us know. Or don't. Or I mean, it's up to you. But there was something cool I wanted to mention. What's that? So, Sega, if you think around this time, I can't remember exactly the time frame of the Sega CD and 32X, but they were getting antsy. Yeah, like they were trying some crazy things, like the Sega Saturn was technically a crazy thing. Like it, it. Just, anyways, they were giving away cash prizes. Oh yeah, yes. With this game, so the way it worked is you didn't know if you had a prize-winning game until you beat it. You know, we didn't get a message at the end of ours, but I wonder if we played it on normal without cheating if we could have. Yeah. So if you beat the game and you have the winning one of the winning cartridges yeah that's how you find out if you won or not you had to beat the game and then it would tell you if you won. so 10 people could win ten thousand dollars by beating the game um like 90 people could win a sega saturn with virtual fighter which was like a 400 dollars value at the time and one person could win twenty five thousand dollars so it was like a hundred and sixty thousand dollars in prizes yeah. it's crazy and then on the second one uh there's actually you can actually go there's if you go yeah. to the options Apparently they had a fan contest to design a Vector Man uh, creation or, yeah. or whatever, or a transformation, whatever you want to call that. And they had the winner and what his design looked yeah. like. So that was kind of neat. So I have a press release from SegaRetro.org from 1996, January 12th. 12-year-old gamer wins $25,000 cash prize in Sega's video game contest. Albuquerque, New Mexico, Trevor Roy Boy. Uh, what more could a 12-year-old boy want on Christmas Day? Other than to play his new Sega video game. How about $25,000? So this kid, 12-year-old kid, beat Vector Man and got the message at the end. 
He actually had to send his cartridge in. That's what all the winners had to do. Oh. Sega then sent you a normal non-winning cartridge back to replace yours. And he got flown to the Sega headquarters. He got to spend a day with all kinds of stuff and won 25 grand. That's pretty sweet. So yeah, that was, that's was pretty awesome. The crazy thing is, there's no proof I can find anywhere that all the $10,000 winners were ever discovered. So there could be people out there with $10,000 winner cartridges that I'm assuming Sega would not honor anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but how cool would that be? Like, it might just be sitting in a pawn shop somewhere. Yeah. And nobody ever beat that copy, so they never got the, the number to call. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think that's pretty cool. That is pretty sweet. But, Johnny, continue. Yes. I was ready to go to the next segment. <laughs> that's what I mean. Are we doing a commercial? Sure. <laughs> All right, commercial. <gasps> Roll it. Enter the future. Vector Man, the most revolutionary game ever for Sega Genesis. And play to win for a chance at a $25,000 grand prize. Vector Man, resistance is futile. Yep, that's what I meant by Johnny Continue. Just, uh, whatever's next. I think it's time for, I don't know, some sort of feedback, Trevor? What do you think? Force feedback, like on the the controllers? No, I'm kind of thinking of some fan feedback. Feedback. Facebook and Instagram love us, and so they comment for us. I already have mine up and ready, go so I'll go first. Go to Facebook, join Retro Blist. We really need this group to grow. It's been we love the people who are there, obviously, but uh, it's kind of stagnant a little bit. Stagnant like dirty water, <laughs> which I guess is fair enough for what we are and yep. what we give you, but still. Um. So uh, Daniel Chavez says, "I vaguely remember this game, but never played it." Looking to hear what the official voices of all retro gaming have to say. That's all retro gaming, Trevor. Uh, Rich VD said, never got to spend much time on it. By the time he had come out, I had sold my Genesis for a Super Nintendo. I do remember playing it on a store kiosk and liking it and thinking that the graphics were amazing at the time. Mr. Christopher Kellogg, if my memory serves me right, They were around the end of the Sega's life cycle. You are correct, sir. Mm -hmm. I never got to play them. I believe at the time I was saving up for a PlayStation. See, that's most people. Yeah. Uh, I've heard pretty good things, though. Mr. Andrew Coed said, I did not play Vectorman back in the day. First time I played it was a few years back. I am trash at it, so I convinced myself it is a bad game. Mm -hmm. I can't knock him for that because I do the same thing. Yeah. I still haven't played the second one. So, I am curious to hear if it is actually a, a hard game. I think it can get pretty difficult, uh, but it's beatable. Yeah. Without cheats, I think they're both hard games for sure. Yeah. Uh, or, or if I'm just not good at the games. Can't wait to hear what the definitive voices in all of retro gaming have to say. And then the last one, Daniel Tarasca says, I honestly think it's a great game. I agree, Daniel. I remember renting it and being impressed with it back in the day. I even ended up buying it. Cool. Well, the Instagram comments are a little bit different in that I don't think most of them have actually played the game. Okay. But Mark Lavely says something here that actually confuses me a little bit. Uh, he says, Auto Fire will be your friend in the minecart levels. So in the first game, 
and it could very well be that he's blending the two together because I would do that. But in the first game, I don't know what he's talking about because the only mine cart I can think about is where you turn into the train and it's that, that weird 3D looking. I wonder if there isn't one in the second one. I bet there is. They're probably, it's in that first one. It's like a short little thing. You don't really need any help. Yeah. But I bet in the second one, there are minecart levels. Well, technically, there is a minecart in the first one, like you said. But yeah, yeah you, you can do that one without auto fire. So I'm just curious, like, if his memory does what all our memories do, and you remember a game yeah. different. I was already mixing them up when we were talking about yeah. them. <laughs> Anyways. And we just played them. Let us know uh, what you're talking about. I'm actually legit curious. Cartoonist Aaron says, I remember seeing this at the video rental place, but I had a SNES. Wow, wow. Michael Thompson Man, 82. He said, I never played it, but from what I understand, it's a game that exists. Allegedly. <laughs> I can I can finally reveal this game does exist. It's a yes. real thing. We played it. And more sarcasm from Australia. Awesome. So, <laughs> Trevor, that's, uh, that's it for We that. can't knock Australia. It's the one country that still accepts us. <laughs> yes, for who we really are. Yeah. Fat Americans. That's... <laughs> Australia, we accept you, fat Americans. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for it. Now, if we actually showed up in their country, it might be a little different. But... Oh, well, I'd get killed instantly, I'm yeah. pretty sure. I, I've said it before, and I stand by this. Literally everything in Australia can and will kill you. Yes. So I would not it's, last That's a stereotype long. that we're going to continue to uh, perpetuate. Yeah. That's yeah. a big word. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. For yes. Not only I can actually question myself as I said, <laughs> but it must be right because you're congratulating me. Yeah. I like how you think. Because you know. Yes. You know that's the correct word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Let's just end the show. I Actually, Trevor, I think it's time we do another segment. Okay. It's time for the Blast Quiz. Yeah, sure. So, Johnny. Yes, Mr. Trevor. On this special, actually incredibly normal Bliss Quiz, okay. I challenge our listeners to uh, try to beat your score. Good luck. <laughs> it's easily done. <laughs> Three questions apiece. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, I just confused myself by the wording of this question. That you wrote. True or false? <laughs> okay. You got a 50-50 shot. All right. Listen closely. I'm listening. Vector Man made Electronic Gaming Monthly and GamePro's 1995 list of most disappointing games. False. That is correct. From both publications, it won Genesis Game of the Year. Oh, I got one. I don't know how many <laughs> Genesis games were released in 95, but that's still a big award. Trevor, your first question. What was the first pack-in game for the Sega Genesis? The first pack-in game. Was it the first Sonic the Hedgehog? Was it Altered Beast? Mm. Was it the second Sonic the Hedgehog? Or was it the Revenge of Shinobi? So here's where my memory gets so weird because it blew my mind when I discovered that not only was Sonic 2 nowhere near a launch game, but the first Sonic was nowhere near a launch game. Right, which is really strange because when I got mine, I had Sonic 2. I definitely, this shows how late I got the Genesis. My first Genesis was a pack-in with Sonic 2. I'm, I'm almost positive. Mine was as well. Um, and it was the Model 2. I know Ultra Beast was a launch game, and I'm going to... I don't know if it was a pack-in, though. I really don't. Sonic 1. 
You should have went with your gun. Gum. I didn't beast. remember it being a pack-in. Yeah, Alter Beast was one, and the Revenge of Shinobi was actually before, before for Sonic. both wow. Sonics as well. I should have known. Yeah. Johnny, your second question I think is a fun one. <laughs> okay. So Blue Sky, did we even mention? Blue Sky was the developer of this right. game. yes. Um, published by Sega, of course. Which of these was not a game made by Blue Sky? Okay. That's my refrigerator. Okay, <laughs> your fridge has made a weird sound. It's making ice over there. Okay. <laughs> so which was not made by Blue Sky? Okay. Ninja Golf, Vector Man Pre-Algebra, <laughs> Jurassic Park Rampage Edition, Assassin 2015. Which one was not? Yes. I want to go with that Vector Man whatever one. Yeah, Pre-Algebra. Yeah. I kind of made it easy on you, I guess, because we already discussed that. So Ninja Golf was an Atari 7800 game. Yeah, I've definitely heard of that. That looks awesome. Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park Rampage Edition were the games I was wondering if this would remind you of because they made the Jurassic Park And we Park covered games. them for our show. Yeah. And now that I think about it, I kind of see it. Yep. Yeah. I, I do too. I think Vector Man's better than those personally, but I see the comparison. And Assassin 2015 was a 1996 PC game. Okay. Well, Trevor, yeah. for my next question, uh, you got you have to get this one in order to have a chance to tie because I've That's gotten true. two. You've right. got two, haven't you? Gosh. Yeah. <clears throat> this is unusual for me. I'm not used to having no. a head start here. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and give you a clue for this before I even okay. tell you the question. I looked at three different sources for this, hmm. and I got two different numbers. So if you give me oh. either one of these numbers, I'll give it to you. Okay, fair All enough. Right. In Japan, the Sega Genesis, or the Mega Drive as it was called over there, mm-hmm. could actually access online with the what was called the Mega Modem. Hmm. This was a real thing. Uh, how many games did that give you access to? Hmm. Wow. You can get either of these numbers, because I saw both these numbers on three different places. So if you get either one of these, I'll give it to you. Okay. So the Sega channel. That was a thing, too. But That I, was different, because I was using that, cable. Correct. This was an actual this old school online. mode. This is old, old school, too. Let's say five. No. Not even close. Uh, uh, one number said 17. Wow. And another number was 24. My. So between 17 and 24. It's more than I expected. Yeah. Sag was really ahead of it. They really with, tried with some stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right, Trevor. Next question from you. So your final question, meaning I can't beat you now, so this is just to rub it in my face. Yeah. So this is a soul-crushing question. So Blue Sky, who I think Vector Man proves, were a very, very talented company. Yeah, they seem like it. Their downfall was thanks to another company who owned them. Oh, no. Was their downfall due to... Bubsy publisher, Accolade, Beauty and the Beast, Roar of the Beast publisher, Sunsoft, or Superman 64 publisher, Titus. I'm going to go Titus. Yes. <laughs> Titus of the infamous Superman 64 led to the downfall of uh, Blue Sky. That gum Superman. Yes. I feel like you can get this one. Okay. All right. Trevor, <clears throat> when Fantasy Star 2 and when Virtual Racing each came out, uh-huh. How much were they brand new in the store oh. each? Do I have to get exact? I guess I probably do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Gosh, cl- they were obviously, it was not the normal price. No. I mean, or I wouldn't have asked this. So I actually didn't realize that Fantasy Star 2 was overpriced or high priced, but I definitely know Virtual Racing was. And I assume you're talking about the Genesis version. Yes. $79.99. Sorry, ninety nine, ninety nine. Oh, when wow. they first came out, 
hundred dollars, and that that would probably be like hundred and fifty dollars now. Yes, you're right. In today's money, wow, yes. that's crazy, right? Man, man, no game would dare do that today, no. unless they're giving you a bunch of stuff that doesn't matter. NBA two K twenty, what do they call it? Legendary edition, something like that. <laughs> yeah, or any of those, really. Yeah. All right, so that's been a retro blist. Uh, I got every stinking question wrong. You did. And they were good questions. You didn't be like, hey, guess a number between one and a million. I didn't be like that at all. You didn't be like that at all. <laughs> I was terrible. Uh, before we go, quickly, I would like to say, please go check out my new show called Retro Pop. I consider it a sister show to this show. Each episode, we will dive into something that's in the pop culture. For example, the very first episode is up now. It's all about Nintendo. So go uh, listen, give it a chance, see if you like it. I'd appreciate it a lot. And Trevor... You got something coming out soon, right? Well, <laughs> we hope. You've only talked about it for a long time. <laughs> so, those of you who really know how to scour the internet for obscure things, probably heard two episodes of my my board game podcast. Yeah. Well, that's abandoned. <laughs> um, I was trying to use Anchor, and apparently I failed because they would never stink and put it on Apple Podcasts, for which gets rid reason. of like 50% of your audience or yep. more. Yeah. So I just got so frustrated. Apple wouldn't work with me. Anchor just gave me the runaround. So I'm like, okay, forget it. But I am. I don't want to promise because I've broken it so many times. <laughs> but I am under a different name, which... Should I even say it because I've changed it so many times? I don't know. I don't want to under it. a different name we'll announce later. <laughs> I am legit going to start a board game podcast, which Johnny will guest on sometimes. And my wife will guest on probably often. And it will be on this network, the BICBP. Dash Radio. Dash Radio Network. Yes. So it will actually be produced by the lovely Christopher. <laughs> also known as Chris. I'm sure um, he loves that adjective. And um, it should actually be, I'd hate to use the word decent, but it won't be me talking to a phone. It'll actually be like this. Yeah, Trevor has a setup now. Yeah. So he also, also, you have no excuse as he coughs himself. Always in every stinking episode by coughing. Yeah, because we stretch it too long. Also, 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 leave us iTunes reviews. I don't know if it's even worth saying it, but just do it. <laughs> Five star ones. If you that's do, right. You, that's right. You heard it. You heard it here first. Just do it. I mean, why haven't you done it? It really makes our day. But also, also, also. That's three also to to uh, promote our Patreon, which we still have. Oh yeah, uh, you have a pretty cool idea. Do you want to say what it is real quick? This will be coming pretty soon when you hear this. Yeah, we haven't recorded it yet, but our next idea is uh, we're going to be doing our personal uh, Mount Rushmores. So it's going to be different categories. We're going to give our Mount Rushmore of each category. If you have, well, actually, we should put this up on our uh, on our Facebook page. Yeah. If you have an idea for a category you would like us to to do for Mount Rushmore. A comment on that. We'll have it up soon. Uh, if I remember to do it, I'll put actually put it up as of this recording. Uh, and also, if you have a, if you're a Patreon and you have an idea for a show you love to hear on Patreon, something you want us to talk about, it doesn't even have to be video game related. Yeah, we literally put up an episode all about fast food, so we'll do anything. <laughs> Our last episode was literally us uh, audio commentating. On an episode of the Double Dragon cartoon. Yeah, so we'll do whatever. We'll so do if, pretty much anything. Yeah, if you have an idea, uh, shoot those to us as well. You can get in touch with us pretty easily on Facebook or, or Instagram. And of course, for a dollar, you can listen to all these episodes we're talking about. It actually just plays right on Patreon.com. 
you click play, you got audio episode, and uh, do it if you feel like it. And yeah. Thank you very much to all our Patreons. Oh, yes, very much so. We decided to quit saying your names like we were supposed to because most of you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either you don't care or some people have actually asked us We've for lived, no reward, which means don't say our names. <laughs> <laughs> which is either I just like supporting you, that's the positive way, or as we always take it, the negative way. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be associated with this. <laughs> we have some of the most legitimately nice and humble fans. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think we just assume that they would want some glory for their donating, but they don't. We're because they're great people. We're not used to being treated well. So we don't mm. know how to react. <laughs> no. But self abuse podcast is a different podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna end this and good luck and good night. Is that copyrighted? I don't know. We'll use it. All what right. are they gonna do? Sue go, us. Go Power we got we got Whitney's money now. Oh, it's shell time. That's not a Whitney's thing. Go get your spicy nugs. Oh, I'm loving it.